0: something that I use. And so, yeah, yoga has just been like a Incredible. very powerful tool in that healing sense.
1: Uh, I, I definitely can be a lot better in it. You know, I, I do it every once in a while and I, and mm-hmm. I realize like when I have a dedicated kind of like routine around it, it really has enhanced kind of like the overall just feeling that I have, you know, my energy levels I- are up, my clarity is up, um, less, less inflammation in the body. Like there's just so many different things that have ultimately, uh, benefited me when I've, when I've done that. So I would, you know, that's, you know, kind of going on to the next point, what are actual like proven benefits of a yoga practice that, that, that people can get out of it. I know we've touched on some of it, you know, connection, um, and things like that, but, um, you know, what, what are some of the benefits essentially that come with a yoga practice?
0: Yeah. I mean, so I would say on top of like the benefits of anyone who's maybe looking to heal their relationship to themselves and their bodies, yoga has so many benefits. It helps you with your stress levels. It improves your quality of sleep um, with longevity, especially if you do. So if you do a hot yoga class, the benefit of doing a hot yoga class is that heat also helps reduce levels of anxiety and stress. And at the same time, it's improving the elasticity of your muscles, which can make you more flexible. Um, Any person who maybe suffers from, yeah, just like increased anxiety, it helps really bring the cortisol levels in the body down. So by practicing over time, you're helping your body stay into a consistent um, state of like rest and digest rather than fight or flight. Which is going to reduce inflammation okay. in the body. Um, so I would say those are like the main benefits of consistently practicing yoga. And again, there's many different types. So I think it's just a matter of you finding the type that that works best for you. Everyone has a different preference. Okay. Then no matter which one you do, it's gonna. I give like
1: you that the better. rest and digest. I never heard that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the opposite of fight or flight.
1: <laughs> cool and and what what were like what or who were there like books that you like kind of read or were there people's content that you were consuming that kind of like helped guide you obviously you ended up becoming like a certified yoga instructor and there's a level of training that you have to go through to even you know basically uh teach and instruct a yoga class um but what was it that 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 kind of like got you into it was there a book was there people, um, what kind of guided you through this journey, right? Because just like all of us, you know, we began and here you are today and you've, you've evolved.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, what's funny that you mentioned, because I have this book sitting literally right next to me because I okay. read it all the time. Uh, it's called light on yoga, um, by Ian Garf, okay. one of like the founding fathers of yoga. It's kind of like, um, The bible of yoga i would say um this book definitely helped me understand what the purpose is of certain poses so or like the intention behind it and i think that intention is like a very powerful powerful thing when you're practicing it's like knowing why you're there knowing what it is that you want to be receiving in this practice and so I read it every time I plan a yoga class because I want to share that with my students of like, you're not just standing on your head because it's cool. The intention behind this pose is this. Um, So I would say that this book, Light on Yoga, has definitely made a huge (laughs) difference in my life. And also just every teacher I've ever had. I think that being a yoga teacher doesn't mean that you stop being a student. I make it a priority to always continue to learn from other teachers. Um, Though it's hard for me, I try to break out of the style of yoga that I tend to do and try different styles because each style is going to
1: teach you something
0: else. Um, So I think that I just try to stay with that mentality of like, yes, I'm a certified yoga teacher, but I am a student first and foremost. And just maintain that mentality of I love like, that. there's always something to learn. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, I definitely, definitely. I, I, I've done a few classes. Yeah, I the this, do I have a couple here? Uh, I got a bunch of books. I don't know where they are, but uh, one that even that kind of got me into the mindset of of kind of like the holistic approach and realizing that. Mm-hmm a lot can be healed with our mind and a lot could be healed in practices like with this was a book called the untethered soul um and the power of now those those were books that kind of just like shifted my perspective on like you know what we feel and what we can do to handle some of the issues kind of begins with how we choose to perceive how we choose to look at our thoughts how we choose to look at the emotions that that we carry and realizing that disconnect between our, basically our body, our minds, but even at like a deeper level, like our emotions, right? Like when we understand that who we are as as beings, essentially, that we are uh, awareness, we are uh, the ones realizing that we're experiencing these emotions. We're here just to experience life. And we're not connected to our job title. We're not just connected to our bodies itself. You know, none of those things really define who we are because ultimately at the end of the day, who we are is a being that's here experiencing this life and everything from there is external. So when you right. can create that kind of like disconnect um, and, and what they call it is like, that's the ego, right? You're basically disconnecting from from this egotistical mindset where not mm-hmm. everything is actually about you. It has nothing to do about you. Everything yeah. is, 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 is external to you. It has nothing to do with you and you are just being aware of these things. You're just kind of conscious that they exist. Right. I mean, from, from the breath right. that we take, that we do it unconsciously, we don't even think about it to the actual conscious things that we do every day, like our jobs, you know, the meetings that we have, the, re- the conversations that we have, but it's, it's not about that. It's about us being aware and being so in tune with this moment here right now that everything else is kind of irrelevant and and out of our control, ultimately.
0: Yeah, and I think that's like, I mean, not just in yoga, but also like even applying it to like how you eat and the way that you take care of yourself is almost just kind mm-hmm. of like disconnecting in order to connect. And I think that especially when you, I think that a lot of times when you're doing anything physical, you tend to like connect a lot to what you look like. Um, or if you're meditating, you connect too much to what your thoughts are. And I actually had a yoga teacher say this once when we were, when I was doing my yoga teacher training. Cause the thing that I had the hardest time with was the like sitting in stillness, which is like the last 15 minutes of a yoga class. And when my teacher asked me why, I was like, I just yeah. I have so many thoughts and it's so overwhelming and then it makes me anxious. And she said to me, Well, you you know, not every thought that comes into your head is true. And I was like, Whoa. And that's something that like yeah. kind of going back to like that holistic well, medicine that and holistic nutrition. It's
1: the realization I'm afraid I can't do that for you. Yeah, it's the realization that our that our thoughts yeah. That our thoughts are not, that are, they're not us, you know, and, and they're just thoughts at the end of the day. Thoughts come and go. Um, we, we pass them without judgment and we realize like, Hey, like this has nothing to do with me. This is just something that I'm experiencing in this moment, but it ultimately does not define me. You know, what I tell myself is just a thought, you know, good or bad. You know, I could tell myself I'm the best person on the planet earth or the biggest piece of shit, you know, but either one of those you know, extremes don't necessarily define me. They're just a thought based off of some sort of perspective or some sort of external uh, feedback or something that someone told me or I saw, and I'm just putting a connection from here to here. And that's the label that I've given myself based off of something that I've experienced in my life. But it doesn't ultimately define me. It's just an experience. And when we can come to that realization that, Who we are has nothing to do with actually what we think or what we feel. They're just experiences in this life. You now can kind of just get this sense of clarity. There's like a lot less sense of judgment. There's just, I go into this with such an open mind and such like an open heart. And I could just say, hey, you know, this is what it is. And why am I experiencing or what is this moment trying to teach me? What is this emotion that I'm feeling? What is it connected to? You know, because now you've separated yourself instead of saying, I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm angry, right? Right. You're just putting that label to you and now you've just created an attachment to that emotion. And you don't want to be attached to good or bad emotions because that's you need that flow. right?
0: Yeah. And I feel like what you're saying too is so you can even relate that to, you know, the way that you view. Because a lot of the people that I work with in the health coaching sense, not the yoga sense sometimes come to me with like a dissatisfaction Mm -hmm. with their body and wanting to change it, wanting to lose weight, which those are all valid things to do. But I feel like there's always so much pressure to like, I need to love my body. And I'm like, you don't, you need to treat your body with respect. You need to definitely treat your body with love, but you don't need to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I love my arms. I love my belly. I love this. But you also don't want to do the opposite and like look at it negatively. You want to find a point of being able to view your thoughts and your body through a neutral lens of like, okay, I have this body and I accept it. And I think that the goal is like reaching towards acceptance of it rather than trying to go to the extreme of loving it or hating it. It's just finding that balance of, I just accept you for what you are and not putting too much pressure Mm -hmm. on yourself. I think it's so unrealistic to love your body all of the time. So I just feel like that neutral way that you can kind of like disconnect from any loving or hating feelings. And like you said, with those thoughts, you can believe that you're the best person on the planet or the worst person on the planet. The point is to just be here in the middle of like not connecting to either one.
1: Yeah. And and this is a tough question. You you may not know the answer to it, but something that I personally (laughs) struggle with, and I'm sure a lot lot of people do, is, right, you touched on the word acceptance, right? But where is that fine line of like accepting, I guess, yourself and accepting who you are, but also striving to get to a better place and having goals and aspirations, right? Because that takes a level of like, I don't know if I'm—it's the right word—and maybe I'm even looking at it the wrong way. But some sort of like unsatisfaction where I'm currently, so I want to set certain goals and and I want to achieve certain things because I'm not happy with where I'm at right now. You know, whether that's my body, whether that's my fi- you know my financial situation. There's a, a level of dissatisf- dissatisfaction which ultimately has led me to to change because there is. a a healthy level to it too, where it's like, Hey, you do got to change. Something's got to kind of change to get to a healthier place.
0: Yeah. I love that you asked that because I believe that you can do both of those things at the same time. I think that growth and change is important. And like you said, it's not just important. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes you do need to recognize and be like, this isn't working or this isn't the way that I should be. And therefore, or maybe something's wrong with your health and you need to change it. And so I think that you can strive to be different and accept that in the current moment, in the present moment, this is where you're at. I think that that acknowledgement, I guess maybe what I'm doing here is like maybe replacing the word acceptance with acknowledgement of acknowledging, okay, well, this is where I'm at now and I know that I want different But in a way, I don't think that there is change without acceptance. I think that acceptance is the first step into growing either, you know, a different way. Yeah,
1: very true. Um, This comes
0: up more so for me at work with people wanting to change their bodies, right? Like wanting to lose weight or wanting to. And I always say, if you're clear on what your reasons are for why you want to change, And those reasons for why you want to change are healthy reasons, then go forth and do that. Mm -hmm. But before you do that, I need you to accept where you are right now. Accept that before you change your body, this is the body you have now. And once you've accepted that, go forth and go on the process of growing and changing in the healthiest way possible.
1: Uh I lost you there for a second.
0: I thought I lost you for a second too, but I could hear you.
1: You can hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um let me see something here. Let me pause this for a second. Um Let me try this. Uh can you can you see me or no? Cause I don't see I you see now you. based off of what I tried to do, but it says you cannot see me. Right. Okay. Cause it says enabling low data mode will turn off everyone's live video, high quality video and audio local recording continues as normal. Okay. So we won't be able to see each other. I don't think, but it'll okay. continue to record the video basically.
0: Okay. okay. Got it.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so I think we're good. I, cause I hear you perfect now. Uh, yeah, so I can
0: hear you
1: perfect. okay, cool. Um, eh, so what was, um, I don't, what was the point that we were just making? Um, oh, the acceptance of, of, right, like, of, of acceptance your body, then- which, which ultimately leads to change. Yeah. And can you touch, because you said also something, which, I, which was something that I liked that you said was the the acknowledgement part. Like, it's not so much maybe acceptance, but it's acknowledging, um, I guess, where you're at. Um, so can you, can you touch on that a little bit? Because I, I do like that point a lot.
0: Yeah, I think acknowledgement, it's I actually dedicate like a whole session to acknowledgement when I work with clients. Because acknowledgement can be incredibly nourishing. Um, if you think about when you acknowledge someone else for something that they did that you really liked or how you feel when someone acknowledges you for something that you've done. Um, but I think that sometimes, especially within the realm of, of our habits, of our bodies, of just our health in general, we can sometimes live in a sort of false reality because we live so much in our heads. And so- It's so I think true, that, and again, going back to like, if what we want is to be, if what you want is to take a holistic approach, right? That is mm-hmm. based in viewing yourself as a whole person that is based in feeling connected. When you're not acknowledging yourself, you're kind of rejecting yourself and you can't heal without acknowledging yourself first, whether you, are satisfied with that reality or not you have to acknowledge yourself. If you want to change your body you have to acknowledge what your body is right now because if you're not acknowledging yourself you're starting your growth process from a place of disconnection or from a place of rejection and you can't start from a place of disconnect. You have to view yourself. You have to acknowledge yourself for Whatever your feelings are about it, acknowledgement, acceptance, and then change. It's gonna I start you off on a better. Foot. I'm not sure I
1: understand. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> my was that your Siri watch?
0: My watch is saying that she didn't understand what I just said. So yeah.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. My my wow, that's so weird. My Siri just went off too, and it just <laughs> so heard me laughing, and so it laughed back at me. So. <laughs> <true>. Um. <laughs> I, I'm telling like there was a time where uh me and my brother were like in like deep conspiracy talk and then okay. my phone was like away away from me, right? Like like nowhere near me. It was in the room, but it was like on the other side of the room. And yeah. we were like deep in it. And then Siri goes, What was that? And I was like, What the how oh, no. how long have you yeah, how long have you been listening to this? I know. Um, I,
0: know how I feel about it. There's a <laughs> there's an Alexa in my house now and I'm very, very yeah, special all of her. <laughs>
1: I have I haven't pulled the trigger on one of those yet, but I'm sure it'll happen sooner rather yeah. than later. Yeah. Um but no, I I love that point. Um and I think that that's a good kind of like segue into something that I resonated with your story and I'm sure a lot of people will resonate with, right? Mm-hmm. Um the issues with like body dysmorphia and kind of like that stigma around it, right? Like where everyone knows like they got to love their bodies and everyone knows like don't compare yourself but like it's easier said than done right and oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of us fall victim to that um social media obviously plays a role in that because we're in like this constant comparison and ultimately that's at least for me like that's where a part of it stems from right mm-hmm. is the compare comparison right because yeah our minds are trained to solely kind of just consume whatever is put in our face and then how we choose to kind of, um, I guess, process that information ultimately becomes our decision, but it takes a level of awareness to realize, okay, Hey, you know what? Maybe some of the thoughts that I'm having, some of the habits that I'm having aren't very healthy. Right. Yeah. Um, So, you know, can you touch in on a, a little bit of like how, I guess one, how social media obviously plays a role in that. And then two, what are some of the tactics to, to kind of work through this body dysmorphia that, that we may have.
0: Yeah. Um, definitely. I think that it's, you know, we're kind of, we, I didn't necessarily grow up in the age of social media until I got to like college. And so I can't imagine what it's like for young people now to just have that content constantly being consumed at your fingertips. You know, for me, it was just like in magazines or on TV. Um, But yeah, I mean, basically body dysmorphia or body dysmorphic disorder is just this obsession over certain flaws that we see in our bodies. Um, And so, you know, to give an example, like if I have this like obsession with, I don't know, the flaws of something in my face and it becomes so unhealthy to the point where I may start to, you know, be obsessed with getting operations done to fix those flaws and to change my face or if it's a hyper or obsession over um, a flaw that I see in my stomach, then I may develop unhealthy habits around eating or movement in order to fix that flaw. And so it can kind of toe the line between even an eating disorder, because if there's a body dysmorphia that you feel as far as your weight goes and you're obsessing over it, then that disorder can also then go into another sort of eating disorder. Um, And it's tricky, right? I mean, I think first and foremost, I'll start by saying that if this is something that is severely damaging your health, whether it's your mental health, your physical health, emotional health, or all of the above, um, always to seek professional help um, with a therapist Mm -hmm. and someone who can help you. Because it is very heavy. It's very hard to do alone. It's impossible to do alone. And so definitely find that professional help and support. And then as far as it goes into like when you're on social media, I'm a firm believer that nutrition goes beyond food, right? Like the way that you nourish yourself also includes the content you consume. And unfortunately, when we consume content and we find that we're comparing ourselves because of the content we're consuming, it comes to a point where you have to ask yourself, should I be consuming this? If it's damaging me in this way, if it's causing mental unrest, if it's causing me to compare myself constantly, and if that comparison is then leading me into other unhealthy behaviors. And asking yourself, how can I do or what can I do to protect myself from this content? If that means unfollowing someone, yeah. if that means putting blocks on the sort of ads that you get on social media, do it. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's your well-being. And It's hard because like you said, it's not as easy as just being like, don't compare yourself. We're all doing it. It's actually human nature to compare yourself because at the end of the day, it's human nature to want to fit in. It's human nature to want to belong. And because of that, we're going to compare ourselves. And I think that if you can have a moment after you compare yourself where you can acknowledge that you're doing it and almost kind of set an intention to acknowledge that you did it and then let it go, That's obviously very healthy. If you feel that you can't do that and you do need to then ask yourself, like I said before, like, do I need to block this person? Do I need to unfollow this person or this company or these types of ads, whatever it is, I would encourage you to do that. I think that nourishing yourself also is protecting the energy around you.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, to take it a step further, because, you know, sometimes we're so, what's the word, I guess, accustomed, right, uh, to to the habits that we have that we ultimately don't even realize, right, because we go on our phone, we go on social media, and, you know, we go on with our merry day, and then, you know, we're at work, and we just go on, and we scroll, and we scroll, and we scroll, yeah. right, and it, and it becomes just a habit, and we don't realize that ultimately that maybe the hours that you spent on social media ultimately have led to that right no one's to say that that's that's a guarantee but what happens is when you start to develop like a yoga practice when you start to develop like a meditation practice and you start to build this awareness about yourself you're ultimately able to start understanding the things that ultimately are good for you and the things that are not good for you because you've You've generated a sort of level of clarity in your life and, you're, and, and and understanding what are the things that you value, understanding the things that you care about, understanding the things that make you feel good. Because then you start getting in a, in a routine, right? You're like, okay, the, I've been meditating now for a month. I'm starting to feel a difference. I'm starting to realize that the things that I cared about before don't really matter to me, right? I don't really care about what's happening on social media. I don't really care about the FOMO of not going out anymore. I don't really care about this, you know? So you're, you're kind of like narrative around the things that you care about start to shift and you ultimately may even start weaning those things out just naturally, right? Because yeah. sometimes like, that's a little bit like forceful and it, it almost feels like, you may not really be helping. You're like, should I have a problem? So I got to do this, this, and this. Whereas, when you kind of just start doing the things that ultimately make you feel good, you'll actually start attracting more things that make you feel the way that you want to, and align with the things that you care about, and align with the things that that make you ultimately feel good in your skin, right? Um, yeah. You're gonna eat. You're gonna eat better. You're gonna feel more inclined to to work out or to do exercise or to you do yoga. Um, you may not binge drink. Because you're, you know, we're killing some sort of void and and just wanted some distraction, right? Like Mm -hmm. your habits ultimately change, and your and your thing and the way you go about things may actually change just ultimately because you've become more aligned with the things that you ultimately care about and and feel good.
0: Yeah, no, everything you just said, I'm like, it's I could go on forever about this because so much (laughs) that is true. I mean, when you're aligned, like you said. I think the goal in any part of your yep. healing, you're going to
1: take, you're taking the words out of my mouth
0: it's like, <laughs> it's to be aligned and it's to be connected alignment. to your intuition. When oh, you're man. so connected to your intuition, when you trust yourself, when you trust your body, when you trust the way that you feel and you feel good because of it, you're naturally without even trying, not going to be comparing yourself as much because you're going to know, you know, great that that person's like on a trip and wherever it is. But I know that I feel really good about where I'm at in my life. I feel really aligned. I feel like I am where I'm meant to be, even with your body. Something that I always say to my clients when it comes to food is phase in to phase out. And by that, I mean, don't focus on what you should be cutting out of your life, focus on what you should be adding into your life. So there's yeah. someone that maybe wants to, eat healthier, I'll start by saying, okay, just add in more whole foods, see where you can Mm -hmm. add vegetables, see where you can add fruits and focus less on, I need to stop eating this. I need to stop eating that. Yeah. And I think that that's so true with your life as well. Like you said, if you're meditating more, if you're being more mindful, if you're incorporating more mindfulness practices, if you're being more intentional, all of those things are adding good things into your life they're resulting in a more aligned self. And naturally all of the negative things, all of the negative habits are going to phase themselves out because you're going to realize, I'm really enjoying waking up and meditating every day. And I know that in order to wake up early and meditate, um, because that makes me feel so good, I'm realizing that staying on my phone until two in the morning, scrolling on TikTok, Is not making me feel good. And it's actually holding me back from resting well, which then makes it harder to wake up early and meditate. And so you realize how habits influence each other. And the more that you feel good, the more that you want to create more positive habits that will influence the things that do make you feel good. And just, just goes back to that whole idea of just being aligned. The more aligned you are, the less of that like negative crap will leave your life.
1: I think, I mean, what you just said in the last two minutes is this preaching, honestly, like <laughs> it's so good. So good. Um, but, you know, like just to kind of like wrap that thought up, like yeah. the ultimate goal for all of us should be finding alignment, aligning with who we are, what makes us happy, what makes us feel good and yeah. living in a life of alignment because I'm telling you, and I've, uh, from experience, like, and I'm sure you, you you could speak on it and a lot of people can speak on it, that the moment you're in that place of alignment, just everything else kind of takes care of itself. Like, yeah. you're not, you're not like always in this state of friction. You're not, you're not trying to force things to happen. You're not trying to force anything. It's like, you're such in this place of alignment that even when bad things happen, you're not phased. Even when good things happen, like you don't get too high and you appreciate them and and and, and you love them for what they are. But like yeah. everything else is so irrelevant because you've, you've found this equilibrium within yourself that you're in a constant state of joy. You're in a constant state of like peace of mind. You have energy, you know, like everything else is a secondary at that point, good or bad. Like yeah. you're not phased when something good happens and you're not phased when something bad happens. Because you've ultimately hit this state of just alignment, you know, nirvana, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, is there like a yogi term? I don't know if there's a yogi term for it. Uh, gonna...
0: I feel like nirvana was probably it, but no, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like enlightenment or just like being a...
1: enlightenment. That's the word I'm looking for. Enlight- <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think it also is just like kind of what you're saying is when you're so when you really trust yourself and you trust and you're listening to your intuition, I think that Mm -hmm. that's when you're most at peace. I think within the world of healing, within the world of health, we tend to outsource our intuition and we think, oh, I should be eating that because that's what that person's doing. And I should be doing that kind of workout because that's what that person's doing. And the more that you can just come back to like, okay, my intuition is telling me that That food that that person's eating, I know that that doesn't make me feel good. And that's okay because Mm -hmm. we're all different. And what works for someone else is not what works for me. And if you're listening to your intuition, then you know that I know that that workout is what makes that person happy, but I actually fucking hate CrossFit. And so I know that I don't need to be doing that because (laughs) I would rather go to a yoga class. I'm so sorry for saying a bad word. I meant to ask if that was okay.
1: No, no, no. It's okay. You could definitely curse. Curse Okay, cool.
0: Um, but I think when you realize, like, you are an individual with your own likes and dislikes, with your own needs, with your own wants, and so when you can trust that intuition that you have, that's when you're aligned, and that's when oh. you're at peace. You know?
1: No, no, no. You you nailed <laughs> it. It's 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 just so true. Like. Our intuition is strongest when when we are aligned as well. And just being able to live in that state is just, it's powerful at the end of the day.
0: It really is.
1: Yeah. God damn. That's amazing. (laughs) I freaking love that so much. (laughs) Um, But honestly, I could talk about this for freaking hours. And I think... And I think that, you know, I mean, even like the first time that we connected, you know, we, we started going on a tangent about a bunch of different things. So, like, that, that, that makes me feel good because, you know, a lot of what we spoke about today, I think we can piggyback and, and segment into their own conversations. You know, the power of intuition, the power of alignment, um, you know, the rest and digest method, um, you know, the, the reading. I, I mean, Gut health, I mean, shit, we could break this down in so many different ways, ultimately, with like the same overarching kind of like pillars. Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, a lot of what we touched on today, we can literally break down into their own conversation. So yeah. that's something that I'm extremely excited about.
0: Me too. In my head, I had to stop myself because I already was like, I, my head was going in so many different directions. I was like, there's so many rabbit holes that we could go down and I was yeah, like so many bring it back <laughs> because I know there's, I time, there's another time but yeah I could talk especially about this for hours but like in general mm-hmm. I talk for hours my parents used to bribe me to be quiet but um <laughs> I'm so excited to be able to like dive even deeper because there's so many things to cover here
1: I agree I agree and we will definitely uh get into that but before uh we wrap up here and honestly I don't I don't even know there was the for some reason with this recording, there were so many like wonky things happening where like the recording turned on and off at one point And I, I don't know if it recorded. I, I don't know what happened there. So I yeah. hopefully hope that the first like 20 minutes of it got recorded or whatever it was. I don't even know, but if it didn't, yeah. I don't think it's a huge deal because I think okay. we got a lot okay. um, in, in the recording. And if not, I could always add some fluff pre. And again, we're going to get into so many other conversations that, I'm not like too stressed about it. Yeah. And then I know, I hope, you know, cause I have no idea. Um, hopefully we'll see what the video looks like after we did this transfer to the, to the low data. So if you're yeah. listening or you're watching, you know, sorry for any technical difficulties, I'll definitely do my part to like do as many post edits as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I think, you know, moving forward, we'll obviously have a bunch of, uh, you know, we'll, we're learning as we go here. So yeah, yeah, bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. But um before we wrap up, um, you know, tell them a little bit about some of the services that you offer, you know, on your on your platform with AMS, um, you know, where they essentially can connect with you. Obviously, you're in Ecuador. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're in the US, obviously, there's limitations there um, in person, but there's plenty of things that you do virtually um, or online. So definitely share some of that with with uh, people
0: yeah well if we have anyone in quito ecuador listening come to my yoga class
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um that would but be epic i know it'd be amazing if we had an ecuadorian follower and they came to my yoga class i'd be so happy um I mean, and yeah i mean i'm i'm from florida so if you're listening and you're in fort lauderdale or miami i do go there a lot so we can also meet in person But most of my, not most of my, all of my work apart from my yoga classes is virtual. So I have a few different health coaching programs. And basically, if you want to know whether or not working with me is for you, um, I would break it down this way. If you are someone who is constantly going through the vicious dieting cycle of restricting yourself from foods that you love. And then falling out of that restriction, but then you feel guilt or shame. And so you go back into the diet. I help you break out of that dieting cycle so that you can create long lasting habit change, which I spoke about earlier, create sustainable habits that are going to last you. It's almost as if you were setting healthy as your default so that you no longer feel this desire or this need to go back into these diets. Um, And we do this all through mindfulness practices through 100% personalization. I will look at you as an individual with different likes and dislikes with different lifestyles. And so all of my programs are completely catered to you and to your body and your lifestyle. And I also help anyone who is maybe looking to heal their relationship to food or to their body. If you have a lot of negative self-talk If you feel anxious around food and the way that it influences the way that you look, again, then influencing your relationship to your body, I help you heal your relationship to food and I help you heal your relationship to your body, again, through those mindfulness practices. And also I help you heal your digestion. So I have programs that are catered towards how you eat, the way that you approach food, the way that you literally eat. And I mean like how you chew, how you swallow and all of those things to optimize digestion. So if you're someone who suffers from poor digestion or constant bloat and fatigue after eating, um, I have a program that will help you with that as well. But to kind of put them all under one umbrella, it's basically just helping you completely transform the way that you approach your health and the way that you approach the way you take care of yourself. And all of those programs you can find... On my Instagram. So my Instagram is AMS AMS Holistic Health. Um, and then on my Instagram you'll find all the info to my programs as well as a newsletter that I have that I send out every week. And in that newsletter, I include a bunch of really delicious and healthy recipes to make every week.
1: Hey, I like that. That's very cool. I gotta yeah. I gotta check that out.
0: Yeah, um, two good ones coming out tomorrow.
1: Nice. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna share all that obviously on my end so obviously if you have any questions you could definitely reach out to myself as well um and i will guide you um uh the right direction but uh i think even that conversation of like around food and and the relationship of food and just digestive health that's a whole other conversation itself so there's so many different things that that we could touch on and you know i think more and more people need uh, to be educated on that. So, you know, power to you for really kind of like honing in on that and and taking the initiative on understanding that connection, because I think we can all benefit uh, Mm -hmm. from that.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's really important.
1: For sure. It really is. But Awesome. I think, uh, with that, we are, we're good on, uh, on time. And I think we've touched on a lot of the points that we wanted to, um, at least for this initial conversation. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to, you know, not, I think I know for a fact, we're going <laughs> to be releasing, um, a lot of these, uh, you know, once a, at least once a week right now, yeah. um, maybe bring in some guests, um, along the way, uh, industry experts, people that, you know, align with maybe some of the topics that people want to hear about. Uh, I mean, Like I told you, I mean, this can go a, a million different directions. I want to get into like, you know, the use of marijuana, uh, the good and the bad of it, psychedelics, uh, you know, really understanding the, the, the ego and getting some strong uh, industry experts in those, right? Because they're conversations that people are having every day, but I yeah. want to be able to provide some sort of like, Clarity around it. Right. And, and get an understanding of like, Hey, let's, let's make decisions in an educated way. Right. Not like in, in a limb. Right. And just say, Oh, because he said, she said, I'm going to do it. No, like Let's let's do this the right way. Like if we're gonna, if if I'm gonna try yoga, let me understand why I should try yoga and what's the best way to do it. If I'm gonna try this new diet, this is the way I should do it, and this is coming kind of like some of the benefits and the cons, and maybe it doesn't work for me, right? Yeah. Um, so really, it's it's more for educational and awareness purposes than anything. And mm-hmm. I think the you know the more conversations that we have, the more educated people get, and the more people that we bring on that are very reputable in the space, it's only going to, it's only going to, it's going to help everyone at the end of the day. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's so many people that are so specialized in all these, Mm -hmm. like we said, like there's so many different areas that the world of nutrition and health and healing goes. And within Mm -hmm. that, there's people that are so specific in what they've studied that there's just so much to learn from so many
1: people here. Yeah. 100%. All right. Cool stuff. Well, thanks guys for for tuning in. Um, If you want to follow, it's at AMS Holistic, um, right? AMS Holistic Medicine or AMS Holistic?
0: AMS Holistic Health.
1: Health, health. Okay. AMS holistic health. Um, So we'll put all the bios, all the links to everything um, in the description um, for everyone to kind of uh, tune in and and find through there. And again, you can always reach out and we will guide you in the right direction. Um, But yeah, thanks guys for tuning in and uh, stay tuned for some more uh, awesome conversations. Um, And I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you have any feedback from this conversation, definitely let us know any topics that you guys want to speak on or you know you know people that would want to speak on obviously reach out um and if there's anything that you want to hear definitely let us know um we're more than happy to to get into any type of conversation um in the in the mental health and the wellness space in general so um thank you guys for your time and we look forward to having you on the next one thank you bye guys all right